Have a crack. God. Um, you don't. You don't need to read something. No, I know, you but know what, what do you I'm, normally say? You know what it's called. Welcome to Click Click Bang Bang, a photography podcast. I'm your host, Mez. Hey, and I'm Toby, and we are back to uh, finish off a pretty like full-on discussion. Oh, eh? my God, it was epic, dude. So we're going to, like, take this back to last week. <laughs> and here it is. What the hell do I charge? Part two. So if you guys didn't listen to the last podcast, what the hell should I charge? Part one. Go back, check it out. It's got lots of good little tidbits in there. But this second part is more about value in our industry and how we're devaluing our industry. And we're going to talk a lot about a different stuff. We're going to talk about services out there for photographers, quote unquote, people who are doing it right, maybe not so doing it right, and how we are going to get through this together as a community. It was getting full on in here. It was getting full the, on. I thought that our expensive sound buffering was going to burst into flames I know or it was like, like I know I needed a break <laughs> like I needed like I needed to walk out of the house and Same. like breathe in some fresh air and like reassess my life Yeah man I think a lot of people that work in photography and in media generally would have noticed that of late there've a lot of services in quotes have popped up um suggesting you know that they are here to make it easier for people to not only get professional photography done for their business or their personal event or whatever it might be, but also to help photographers find more work. (laughs) I'm trying not to – I'm holding it in. I'm trying not to laugh. I know. Now, one of those is an Australian company called Snapper, um, minus the E for some reason these companies – Love, it's fresh. They love it's fresh. Dropping, it's new. It's for the. Vowels. It's for Gen Z. Z- yeah, I don't like know. Flicker, Snapper. Yeah, just yeah. drop the E, bro. There's drop no, it. No, drop don't the need e. it. Stop dropping E's, people. Stop it's, it. It's bad for your health. Stop it. Do you know what I mean? Like Jesus. Anyway, so Snapper. Uh, well, look, we're gonna we're gonna let Snapper tell you what 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 they are. So yeah. here's a quick grab. We match you instantly to a pre-vetted photographer in our app, and they come to you. We like to think of ourselves as the Uber or the Airbnb of photography. That's so good. I mean, now, can, I can't can, believe that. Can you tell me what a... We're the Airbnb the, the, of the photography industry. Yeah. I get the idea of Snapper. I'm going to go into my uh, personal experience with, with Snapper. I think that's a great way to explain what Snapper Pretty is. Pretty soon. But I just want to play you... I want to play you one more grab of... The, which kind of gives you a rough idea of what the client people understand about what booking photography means and i'm laughing because well you'll see i feel like photographers are very expensive especially the really professional ones i mean the really (laughs) professional ones really (laughs) professional i mean can i can i just ask miss are you really professional or are you just professional Look, I think I'm really, really, really professional. <laughs> Damn. Fire. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, yeah. I think that is a really it, – it's concerning to, to hear. I mean, we're laughing, but that is, like, <laughs> shocking. It is. It's it's scary. For, for any photographers out there, that is a scary thought. You've basically got uh, a client base out there that is looking to get get you to do work for for next, next to nothing really which yep. is pretty much what snapper snapper does but um 
I'm going to talk to you about my experience with Snapper. Now, when Snapper launched in, uh, I think it was 2017 or 2016, 2017, an ad, I think, popped up on my Facebook somewhere, you know, and uh, uh, saying, you know, Snapper, here's his blah, blah, blah. And it was, you know, are you a photographer? Can you do this? Can you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And I thought, okay, that looks interesting. I'd already signed up to a couple of other similar um, kind of things that – you know, yeah, was going to help me to find some work, mm. and uh, I thought, yeah, great, I'm going to I'm going to sign up to this, and uh, so I did. So I uh, I did this in in uh, January 2017. This was, I wrote to Snapper, I went through the application process, blah 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 blah. I got a lovely email back from a fellow called Marcus, which said, "Congratulations and welcome to Snapper." Basically, I'd been approved. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, congratulations! Yeah. Fantastic, great. You know. And, uh, you know, they said, uh, after you reviewing your application and portfolio, our team was impressed with your work and want you to become an active member of our platform. So I'm thinking, fantastic. Okay, great. Right, work's going to come rolling in, you know. Yeah, awesome. Can't all wait. right. Fantastic. Great. Sent me a little list of next steps, uh, one of which was to complete another form, um, which was just a, you know, box ticking exercise essentially. And uh, and then to email this fellow when uh, once I'd done that, which, you know, I duly did. Um, now, this went on for some time, and around about September, so we're talking nine months later. Yikes. I was starting to get the shits a little bit, and I'm thinking, yeah. who, who are these dudes? Like, you know, what's what's happening here? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, not long after I got accepted, I got busy with some other projects and stuff, and I Snapper was Back in mind. I, I just didn't even, even think about it. And then I thought one day, uh, sometime later, I thought, oh, I'm going to check out Snapper and see if there's any work mm, going because mm, the idea mm. is that you go in and you, yep. you know, search for jobs. Yep. So in I went and uh, tried to log into the system. And So, sorry, at this point you believe that you are approved and that you can just, like, go in and use Snapper. Well, not only that, but I was under the impression that I would – that jobs would start coming to me. Yeah, all right. Because that was the that's the that's promise. their shtick. Yeah, that's the promise. Yeah. Okay. So Your calendar will suddenly yeah, fill with yeah, all these yeah. amazing jobs, and yeah. you can you know. Do yeah. That. So nothing was happening. Nine months. So later. you go to log in. So I go to log in. Fuck, it doesn't work. I'm like, what the hell, you know? Right. So I'm thinking, all right, this is bullshit. Uh, so I uploaded all these images, and at the end of the upload, which was probably an hour or two, mm. the whole system crashed. I went back in and it didn't let me in. Everything mm. I'd put up there was 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 gone. Like mm. it was just a disaster. So I wrote to this guy and explained to him. I then get an email from a chap called Ed Kearney, who I later find out is one of the co-founders of this company. Oh. Now Ed writes to me and says, thanks for reaching out. And uh, I'm forwarding this to Rafat, who is now in charge of photography operations. He would love to help you out. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Uh, send it on. Some weeks later, still nothing. Wrote again to Ed saying, uh, look, I've, st I've still had no response. Uh, what's going on? Ed wrote back to me again and said, Rafa, we'll try and get around to your case soon. He's probably trying to get into the next batch of photographers in Australia. And I'm thinking, what? Next batch? Aren't I approved? Now he says that will be in about three months. What? And I'm thinking, wait, hang on a second. I was approved already. Mm. Very strange. Anyway. They ma I managed to get back into the system. I started to upload uh, some stuff, uh, but as I said before, system crashed, everything disappeared, had to upload everything all over again. 
So I wrote back to them again and and explained this to them. You know, perhaps my application wasn't completed properly, or you know, whatever. I, there's some sort of technical glitch at their end. Couldn't, yeah. I couldn't not for me to work out, right? There's yeah, yeah, the totally. Problems at their end. So I yeah. wrote back to them, and then uh, Rafat comes back to me finally and says, "I'm not sure why you weren't onboarded earlier in the year, but I'm going to chalk it down to something that fell through the cracks when Marcus left Snapper." So lovely Marcus, who ex- oh. accepted me into the fold, yeah. has now gone into the ether. So as Marcus departs, so does your approval. Pretty much, although I didn't know that at this stage. So, you know, Rafat goes on to say that they're pretty full in Sydney and are not going to recruit photographers there for a few more months. And I'm thinking, hang on a second, what the hell's going on here? Like I'm either in yeah. or I'm not in. Yeah. And by this point I'm just thinking the, whole, the whole thing is just a fucking farce and I just re- I really didn't give a shit. Yeah. So he's asked me to to fill out what they called an interest form, which mm-hmm. is basically a form that says, "Hey, I'm interested in in joining Snapper," which is what I'd done Freaking almost a year ago. Year, at this point. Oh my god! Okay, I'm literally getting hives oh listening my to this. God. It was just ridiculous. So after all that, I'm thinking, all right, this is this is just a freaking joke, and I kind of give up. I kind of give up on the whole process. Yeah. I think, all right, they know who I am. I've done my interest form, whatever the fuck that is. They'll let me know when they're ready to yeah. know, send me some work. Yeah, in a few months, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. and let's not forget, this is a year on from from when I've Far uh, out. when I've done. We're now in February 2018. Okay, so three or four months since my last communication with Snapper. Mm-hmm. I get an email from Snapper team. This email says, uh, Dear Toby, thank you for expressing interest in becoming a Snapper photographer. We apologise for the wait in getting back to you and regret to inform you, and I'm thinking, what? what? Regret to inform you. We regret to inform you that we have opted to go with different photographers to fill our open spots and are unable to accept your application at this time. Rejection. <laughs> Rejected. But like rejection from something that you just had the shits with and that you were initially approved for. Exactly. I'm already in the fold as far as I'm Yeah, and the communication from them. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they're like, sorry, you're out, bitch. And not only that, but they say to me, we're going with different photographers uh, to fill out open spots. The quality of their photo submissions and portfolio exceeded that of yours. Oh! And we, no! and we, had, no, you're dead. we had to make some tough decisions to fill limited Ooh. spots. I, hold on, let me just pull that knife out of your fucking stomach. <laughs> Holy shit! Dagger in the. And heart. like, can I just have a fight? Like, okay, I seen some of the work coming out of Snapper. And oh, dude, are you kidding me? Oh, look, Mm-mm. just uh, if you're listening to this, just just Google it. You'll find some. That's all you need to do. You'll find some, yeah. I'm not going to say, but anyway. So obviously that was a, a pretty disgusting experience to be quite My God. To be quite frank. My God. And um, luckily I've got a thick skin. I've been in this industry for, you know, almost 30 years now and I, I know my own skills. But, you yeah. know, someone that doesn't and someone that's emerging and, and struggling to get along in the industry and 
you know, thinks, yeah, That's I'm going to give this photography thing a go. It's brutal. They get something like that back. That that could actually stop you from, career. from progressing altogether. Yeah. Yeah, it could a, cripple someone's confidence. It's a career killer for sure. I mean, I've got m- so many rejection letters, you have no idea, and yeah. it's usually because I'm a fine art photographer as well. I enter a lot of competitions and a lot of, you know, art exhibitions and da 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 and I get rejection letters all the time, and they're worded so nicely that you you know, I mean, it's devastating, but it's worded in a way that is not meant to break your confidence. Yeah. And never, ever, ever do they say anything about quality of other people's work and how you sat against it. Exactly. That is so unprofessional. Exactly. And it, it's so rude. It is. And this is coming from an organisation that claims to be staffed by people that have been in the photography industry for 10 plus years, which I frankly don't believe. And if, you know... Maybe they have been working in in the photography industry for for that long. But but, at what level? But at what level, exactly, exactly. At what level? And we, you know, Mez, you looked into a little bit to uh, some of the conditions that go with- uh, Oh, there's some crackers. With being a snapper photographer, which in my, uh, you know, with being so pissed off with the whole thing when I tried to do it, I never bothered to look into. And thank God I didn't because I probably would have hung myself. But um, just give us a few examples of some of their expectations. Well, I'm not going to go through a ton of them because the least I talk about them, the better for my own peace of mind. But one of them, which I thought was just unbelievable, is they expect at least minimum one highly usable image is what they say, Per minute. So if it's an hour shoot, you need 60 high quality images. So if you're, say, you're going to. Is that even possible? I don't know. No. Look, it's possible if you're shooting like an event or something like that. Yeah, but but if you're shooting a family that's got kids and like little kids, how are you going to get sixty usable images? A usable image a minute. But not only that, like I can't even fifty percent of the frames are going to be exactly the same. Oh my god, a hundred percent. Of course they are. Oh god. And and oh my god, there's all these other things like if you go if you tr- like try and. Um, set up with the client to do work with them outside of Snapper. Yeah, you you you're hit with like a five thousand dollar US fine. Whoa, like it's huge. So if it's I huge. so if I do a job and the client loves what I do, yeah, yeah they the can. If and, you, and I and I say, oh look, here's my number. If you if you need anything else, yeah, oh forget it, five grand, give me babe. A shout. Oh shit, five grand, forget it. But also, that's that's all. Yeah, and look, who knows? Dot dot dot. But also, the other thing about it, um, and doing research on this as well, is one of the major things that is a big uh, for me is Snapper are communicate are the communication bridge between you and the client. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, a lot of photographers um, who have been working with Snapper have gotten to a job, and like client doesn't know shit, you don't know shit about what's going on. It's like, oh, maybe we should have like I don't know spoken before this whole goddamn thing happened. Yeah, and so Snapper hold on to the communication for dear lives they don't want you really talking to each other except for like hey meet me at this time da 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 whatever yeah so i mean for me if i'm That's shooting crazy. anything i'm talking to my clients you know for of a you lot you need to know what you're going to take like, for a start like what are we going to especially if it's like a family shoot okay what's the mood yeah. you know what do i want you to wear da, da, da. i'm sure you can i'm sure there's a way that you can communicate with them to get that across well, but hopefully snapper would tell you that as the photographer i mean who knows but who knows i actually knows? don't know but the rates is 
yeah. is the big thing. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to pull up their rates here. It's a killer. It's a it's an absolute killer. It is a killer. Just be, be, before you do that, I just want to talk about another uh, thing that we read about was a was a guy that was a a photographer in Melbourne, I believe, that was working for Snapper. And was asked to do uh, a shoot. Oh, for, yeah, this uh, is brutal. One of the supermarket chains here. One of the big two. One, the, of, the one big of the two. big two. And uh, I think there were 200 people he was expected to, to 200 shoot. 200 headshots. 200 headshots. That's a shit ton of headshots. That's a fucked up. That's headshots. a lot of head. <laughs> <laughs> and not in the good way. Not in a good way at all. And uh, he did the job. You know, he. he, he got positive feedback from the, the client. Shoot, got positive feedback on the day. All the rest of it, and then apparently the client then complained to Snapper about having to deal with a quote rude and obnoxious, I think it said, um, photographer. Um, now, obviously, this guy was 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 very uh, was a bit taken aback. Yeah, had no idea. He thought, well, "What the hell?" You know. And then he himself said that he had a very uh, terse conversation, I think, with somebody at Snapper. Uh, and decided uh, that he was never going to work for them again. Yeah. Now that's you know obviously we're we're talking about two my my own example and and this 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 chap from Melbourne are, are just two examples of of, of the poor communication. But that, you know sometimes it's 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 and look great. if you've had positive dealings with Snapper yeah let us know let us know please do and not just you know we we kind of want to hear more from the photographer side than the, yes. than the clients. Like we know yes. the clients are going to love them because they're cheap. And yeah, of course, hundred percent. All the rest of it, but having said that you know what's, yeah. what's the quality of the work like? but let yeah, oh 100 like that's a whole other story <laughs> but let's consider this chap who did yeah. did the 500 head 200 Two, sorry headshots <laughs> might as well have been 500 yeah. what's the difference i'm looking i'm looking right now at what they pay okay, okay. so let 200 headshots that's going to take some time yeah let's say let's let's be very generous and say Maximum it's going to take you eight hours. It would take way longer. Okay. I like how you said closer to the mic. Yeah, it would. It would take way longer. But for an all-inclusive shoot, which is all of the digital files, right? That you're going to give that they're going to give to the client. Eight hours. Yeah. This is what they charge the customer. Are you ready? Yeah. One thousand and nineteen dollars. Oh my god. And just hold, hold, just hold on. Okay. Out of that one thousand nineteen. Snapper take $356, which leaves you with $662. So you're shooting 200 people in a high-pressure environment. And so if this is a headshot, I mean, I don't know this. Ex- I, I wasn't there. So, But let's put this yeah, into this, fairyland, this okay? This is We were not there. If I'm shooting 200 headshots for a big company, one of the big two, okay, I'm bringing my own background, obviously. Yep. I've got to bring background. I've got to bring three lights, yep. front, fill, and hair, yep. okay? And obviously, it's probably set up to get 200 people to be done. It's like a school photo situation. So, yep. you don't have a lot of time with each individual thing. Yeah. So, I'm going to shoot tethered. I'm going to shoot tethered to my laptop. So, I've got to bring my laptop. I've got yep. to have my external hard drive. I'm got, you know, I've got to have good gear. I want to look good. It's yeah, one yeah. of the big two. This yeah, is like yeah. my career's on the line here, man. If I don't, you know- I mean, <laughs> I would like I would charge at least five thousand dollars for that. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a massive and, job. And if and that's eight hours. Yeah, that's a massive job. And that's if you could get it done in eight hours. Exactly. I'd be there over two hundred headshots. I'd be there over three days. Yeah. I'm telling you now. Yeah. And I would be charging them five grand. You would definitely split that up into a couple of days. So, oh my god! But let let me go back to some of these rates, okay? And, you know, one hour, I talk a lot about the one hour portrait session, one hour, one hour. So let's look at one hour, okay? So 
they have value shoots and they have all-inclusive shoots. Yep. So a value shoot, the client gets a limited amount of digital files, right? But it's cheaper for them because yep. they're getting a limited amount. But they have the option to pay for more. And if they do pay for more files, you get a cut of that, right? But it's actually super cheaper for everyone to go with the all-inclusive shoot, which is the time. It's a little bit more expensive than the value, but you get everything. Yeah. So you'd be stupid not to not to go it. Yeah, yeah. So a one hour. So let's picture this. Family photos, mum, dad, son, daughter. Yep. One hour shoot, $179 is what the client is paying. Whoa. And they're getting every single file. Oh high my res. God. Are you serious? High res. Every so it's not That's even That's the a- all inclusive shoot. So it's not even like you get 30 photos for this thing. No. Nah. You get everything. Everything. Holy shit. And keep in mind what I said before. Snapper expects you to shoot one usable, highly usable image <laughs> per minute. So that's 60 images in a one-hour period. They literally say that in this document, which is their goddamn document that I'm reading, okay? So out of the $179 that that client is paying, Snapper takes $62. You get $116.35. Oh, my God. For a one-hour family shoot. And your ass has got to go home and edit those. and uh, So it's not really one Boy, hour. Exactly. I mean, are you kidding me? That's disgraceful. I understand that there is a sort of a place for this in the market because not not everybody can afford a really professional photographer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so I get where the place is in this market, right? And so if you're maybe a family that's struggling or you're a really new business that literally has no money, go for it. I totally get it. And the quality of photography you're going to get is probably not going to be fantastic, but you're going to get what you pay for and you're going to be happy with it and it's going to be fine. And I totally get it. But when you go to their website and you see the clients that they have on their books, it's unbelievable. I mean, we just talked about one of the two big supermarkets and this 200 headshots. I mean, you go to their website. There are some big names on there. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. And look, I, I don't know, but I'm assuming they're being hired to do events and and stuff like that for mm-hmm. these companies. I don't actually think they're being hired to do full commercial advertising for these. Well, let's There's hope no not way. For that price. There's no way. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. But even still, if you're doing an event for these people and event photography, that is that's appalling. That is. is an appalling amount of money. It, it truly is. is. And what annoys me more than anything is that in the background of all of this, they are claiming to not only be of benefit to to the clients out there, but to be of benefit for, to photographers. You know, they're saying, I think there's an ad that they put out where they where they say that, you know, most photographers just sit around doing nothing all the time, you know, which, yeah, may be true, but that doesn't mean we're not physically, you know, busting our asses trying to yeah. find work. Because yeah. I tell you right now, 99.9% of us would be. Yeah. If you're not working, you're looking for work. Oh, 100%. Okay? You're not just sitting on your ass no. watching freaking Netflix or whatever. No, days of our last. So, yeah, if, that's it, if you're into that kind of thing. have a problem with the platform because like I said, okay, I like obviously I have a problem with the prices, but it's got a place. The platform, the idea, everything at its core is great, right? Yeah. It's a good idea, but 
Let's execute it a bit better, guys. Yeah, and don't be getting on TV in prime time and telling everyone that you're for the photographer and then in the same vein going, oh, photographers are so expensive. This takes the expense out of photography. (laughs) What, motherfucker? What? (laughs) The fuck you just say? (laughs) Thank you for for sending me and my my profession down the fucking river. Exactly. I know that sounds really brutal, but- this, no, spot on. this is one of the reasons why our industry is so devalued. It is. It is. And I think a lot of people, the other problem with Snapper, of course, is that it lowers people's expectations of what photographers yeah. outside of that platform should be charging. Exactly. So, And that is a really dangerous it's precedent dangerous. to be set. And I it's, mean- It's going to kill us all, essentially. Totally. Because, I, I mean, I haven't had this yet, but I'll, I'm sure it'll happen. Oh, well, I can- you, That's really high. That rate's really high. I can get a photographer on Snapper for less. Okay, go do it. Exactly. Exactly. But there's only so many times you can say, all right, go do it before you're broke and you need to say- all right, I'm going to have to do this freaking job because I need to pay my rent next week. Well, you know what? That's going to be a whole other episode because we're going to go deep into the actual fact that so many photographers are now having second jobs or moving out of the industry completely, having to drive Ubers, you know, go back to like whatever they studied at university, going back to it, going to work in an office because this the industry is dying in the ass and this is one of the reasons. But there are some services out there that are that are trying to do this a little bit better. You know, there's um, there's one called Tribe, which is pretty much a. It's a, more of a social media based one. It's a social media based one. It's aimed at influencers, and um, if you don't know much about it, basically, as a member of Tribe, you are asked to submit ideas essentially for campaigns for companies that that ask for things from Tribe. Yeah. So it might be. For argument's sake, a beer brand that wants you to take pictures of their of you drinking their beer or just putting their beer, you know, in the background of a barbecue or whatever, they give some suggestions for uh, what you should be asking because it's up to you to 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 say yeah. to know, say what you want to charge. Yeah, I'm going to charge. So they they have a range of number of followers to ballpark rate, and I think they're pretty pretty decent. I so think they're pretty decent too. Let's say you've got three k to ten k followers. Which is, you know, a decent amount of followers for for an early beginner photographer with a yeah, you know, and that's quite common for like a certain photographer. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's so pretty they're good. saying per per post, um, you're going to get somewhere between seventy five and one fifty bucks for for a post. Not bad. Yeah. I, I reckon that's pretty good. Somewhere a little bit higher, twenty five k to fifty k followers, you're going to be looking at somewhere between. Three hundred and four hundred and fifty dollars per post, and you know if you're Kim Kardashian or whatever, you're going to obviously do very well. They've got a figure on here. The highest they have is hundred k plus, uh, which is around about it's, it. Basically, says six hundred and eighty dollars and and above. Yeah. So if you've got two hundred thousand, you've got half a million, whatever. You're obviously going to be charging prima. Makes sense to me. The only issue I have with Tribe a little bit is that they kind of expect you to do the creative part of that work before anything. Like securing any type because you're bidding for the job. You're bidding for the job. So you're not even guaranteed to make that money despite putting the effort in to come up with an idea. Yeah, and that's because they visually want to see what you've got. Exactly, which makes a bit of sense. But I think there should be some kind of reward for actually going to the effort of, of trying to, you know, create something for, for these companies. Yeah, totally. I also get a little bit concerned with with things like this where you're asked to provide something without pay as, a, as almost kind of an approval process because uh, the cynic in me says that some of those ideas might actually be pinched and, 
used sure oh my god outside yes. of that platform yeah that's that's totally a possibility and i guess like the flip side of things like tribe and and all around like instagram in general how much is instagram and other social media taking money and jobs away yeah. from the professional photographer yeah a little bit for sure and 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 that's not coming from a when you're taking no, no. my work because oh. hello it's a different landscape now it's a different type of work as well. It's a different maybe. type of work. It's not like you're going out on a big bloody shoot. No. And da, 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 da. But there's this other awesome. I now this other one you're going to talk about. You have personal experiences with, yep. and I sort of never really heard of them. But it's sort of the same model as Snapper. Yeah. But very, I kind of they're doing it well. I reckon. Yeah, very so similar. So you this, tell us about it. So this company is called Shoot My Travel, which is a company that's based in 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 Europe. And I remember some time ago reading an article about them in The Guardian, I think it was, coming up with this idea that people who are on holidays would like to book a photographer to follow them around for an hour and take some really nice photos of them so they could remember their holidays. As someone who is a photographer and travels often, there's oh. hardly any good photos of me and my husband. Dude, same. There's hardly any photos of me, full stop. Yeah, oh, my God, I'm same. I'm the one with the camera. Same. Oh, my God, 100%. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So I actually thought this was a really – I thought it's a great idea, you know, and it's very niche. It's one uh, It's one segment of photography. We're talking about travel photography. We're talking about memories, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, the whole idea is that it stops people from having to buy those shit selfie sticks that break within a week. Hate those fucking things. <laughs> taking, you know <laughs> – Taking essentially crap images of, of themselves. Not only that, but you as a photographer for Shoot My Travel, which I am and have been for about three years now. Full disclaimer. Yeah, full disclaimer. Uh, this is not a sponsored post, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's totally not. Um, you are expected to provide uh, almost like a, a, a sort of a tour guide service as well uh, as, part right. of, as part of the book. But I feel like that would naturally happen. And it does. Yeah. It really does. Like if you're talking to someone from another country and you're going around like Circular Key, you're not, you're not going to be quiet. You're like, yo, this is the opera house. Check this out. Check yeah, out how this funny looking wine building. Yeah. Here. Do you know anything about yeah. it? Oh, come here. I'll take you to the botanic gardens. Yeah, yeah of course you're going exactly. to do that anyway. So it's great. And it's a very, as a photographer, it's a very simple process. I was asked to, likewise with, with Snapper, I was, it was, the application process was very, very similar, if not exactly the same. You're asked to provide some information about yourself. You're asked to provide a small sample of your portfolio yep. and uh, a little bit of information about, you know, how much you know about Sydney, that sort of stuff, how long you've been there, whatever, blah, 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 just so you can fulfill that tour guide part of it. Yeah. So obviously I did all that. I got accepted. Great. Fantastic. Then from there on in, it's a very simple process of somebody from Shoot My Travel emailing you uh, to say, hey, we've got a booking. Uh, they've picked you because a client can pick photographers from the platform based oh, on, right. their, on their style. Yeah. Are you free on this date? And sometimes it's one day, sometimes it's a range of, of mm -hmm. days mm -hmm. at, you know, uh, and they really just say the day. They leave the time yep. up to you. Yeah. And you write back and you say yes. And from that point on, they hand everything over to you in terms of communication with the client. Right. So you'll say, yes, I'm available on that date. And they'll come back to you and say, awesome, the client's name is. And they have this pro forma. Mm -hmm document that they send you which has the client's name, what they're in town for, mm -hmm. how many people are going to be involved in the shoot, that kind of stuff, any special requests that they, that these particular people have. Yep. And from there on you make contact with them and the whole thing is very, very smooth. You tell them where you're going to meet. You give them – I usually give them three uh, ideas. One is a, you know, Sydney Harbour typical oh, yeah. thing. The other is a they're more of more of an urban feel, like a new town or whatever, something mm. like that. For those of us that live in, in Sydney, Newtown's a very 
urban sort of Melbourne-y type area. Yeah. Um, or it'll be a beachy thing, you know, Bondi Beach, the iconic beaches of, oh, of, yeah, 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 of yeah. Australia, Sydney, whatever. The money you make from this is actually pretty decent. It's not bad. Yeah. You showed me the pricing and I was like, I wasn't shocked and I thought, that's not bad. That's not bad. It's not. What they do is they provide a a bunch of of packages, essentially, and some of them, it ranges from an hour um, to three hours, and then so the maximum they can book you for is three hours, which Mm -hmm. which I've done, Mm. and they also do a surprise proposal package. That's cool because a lot of people get engaged overseas when they're travelling. Exactly, and who's going to take that photo for them? If you, as a client, if you book a Shoot My Travel for one hour, which includes 15 images, so unlike Snapper, you're not expected to provide every single shot that a, you take. A bloody shot a minute. You can pick from the hour that you shoot these people the very best 15 shots, which I reckon is really reasonable because in an hour you're going to shoot, I don't know, two, 300 shots, say, yeah. let's say, something yeah. like that. yeah. You can pick fifteen of those, which is not a huge number, but you no, know, you know, you're going to nail at least fifteen. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Now they'll ask you to provide uh, an extra fifteen on top of that, so they can kind of just choose. so a client can choose. Mm-hmm. So out of you know, you're talking about ten percent of the images you shoot, yeah, you're actually going to submit, yep. for people to choose. So I think that's I think that's really really reasonable. The client pays in US dollars one hundred ninety five dollars. So this is US. So that's nearly three hundred dollars. Yeah. Australian for one hour. Correct. For one hour. For one hour. And how much does um, shoot my travel take? Shoot my travel takes about eighteen percent of that back. Okay, that's not a lot. Now for a two hour shoot, you're looking at two hundred and seventy five. US. US. That's a lot. Yeah. So That's it's almost, like, it's almost, I can't even convert that in my mind. Yeah. So it's almost a fair doubling of the one hour price. Yeah. Right. And for three hours, it's 375. So another 100 bucks on top of that. Yeah. Which again is, is okay. And this is all US. Remember, everyone, this is US Correct. dollars. It's all US. Now, the three hour shoots are very rare, I have to admit, because yep. it's not a lot of people that want to hang That's around. That's a lot of time, to be honest. For three hours. And two yep. hours is, two hours is pretty much what I get. Yeah. M- mostly. And so what do, what do they, what happens if they want, more than 15 photos. You get the money for that. Not only that, but if you're with a client who's maybe booked an hour mm. and you're running around and you're having a great time and they say, you know what, I want to do some more. Can we can we carry on? Yeah. They book you for an additional hour. You get another 150 US on top of that, baby. Gee, that's good. Yeah, right? So it's really good. So I find that these guys, not only are they providing a great service for, for the client, but they're also thinking about the person doing the job yes. and treating them Pretty fairly, I reckon. I think that's fair. I think it's a really good good system. And that's perhaps what Snapper envisioned when it originally came up with its idea. But what it's effectively done is just brought that all down into a horrible heap because yeah. they've just undercut everybody that's trying to do this freaking job. Sure. The biggest challenge for all of us out there and anyone that's that's beginning or thinking about becoming a photographer is how the hell do you make a livable wage? In this industry. Yeah. And look, like I said before, a lot of us aren't. This is the way we do it. The way we make a livable income is, it sounds really corny, but we have to value ourselves, our time and our work more. We have to say to ourselves, I'm not going to accept that. And we have to all do it because we are all ships in a harbour. And if a couple of ships leave to go undercut and make a hundred bucks an hour. Submarines. The water level drops, baby. And the water level has dropped for all of us. And, and, And look, I understand why some photographers undercut. I get it. 
But maybe it's the fact that the market is too saturated. Maybe there's too many photographers out there. Mm -hmm. And so we're all bidding for these jobs. And of course, the client's going to want to pay the least amount. But at number one, at what price? And that's where all that education to clients comes back into it. What are you actually paying for? Yeah. But I feel like once we start valuing ourselves and valuing our hourly rate and valuing what we do, as this is a real profession, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to ask your plumber or your electrician if they can do it for half. <laughs> Less than I'm- half, really. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we have to all we have to all realize in this community, in this photography community, that we are worth more than that. Yeah. And we have to stick to it. Yeah. That's how we're going to get through it. Yeah. I if, agree. You know, and any like emerging photographer out there or amateur out there who's who's picking up jobs, you have to stop underselling yourself if that's what you're doing. You have to learn the real value of photography and learn how to charge properly and learn not to accept those low ball offers and a huge one. Don't you ever goddamn work for free. Yeah, God. Fucking don't do it. Don't do, do it. Do not do it. Just say no. There might be instances where you are working for free for some reason. Like yeah, they're pretty rare. It's rare though. But if you're up and coming and you're signing out, why? Why? There's no such thing as exposure, I'm mm. telling you now. Yeah. There I, ha- I, I hate when I see those ads that say, Great exposure for your portfolio. We it's won't a to- be paying it's, for this gig blow. It's that's total just, bullshit. That's utter nonsense. It's all lip service and yeah. it, it doesn't exist. So I just want young photographers and emerging photographers to be empowered to know your worth as a photographer yeah. and to charge for it. Yeah. Because like any other profession. Exactly. This is a high skill. We mm. have a high skill, you know, and you need to start charging properly for it because you're bringing everybody else down. But yeah. also clients need to learn that if you want quality, you have to pay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and most of the clients that, that don't pay much for, t- for photography will quite happily pay Primo for other services. We, the, you know, we know oh, that for, yeah. for a start. For, totally. For, a design, for graf- uh, interior design and all that sort of stuff. They, they'll pay a shitload for that. Yeah, exactly. But they won't pay you know, yeah. what, what you're worth for a couple of headshots. I think there's like so many more conversations we <laughs> can have about this. This has been an epic because, discussion. Yeah, because, I mean, we're in the middle of this huge period in the photography industry where- It's a tipping point. It's a, a tipping point, you know, and that, there's so many factors involved in there and just undercutting and bad pricing is just one of them. Yeah, and I think this is a theme that will that we'll kind of- We'll keep revisiting. It'll pop into many future episodes, but we should probably- we should probably shut up now. I know. I'm busting together the toilet. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we hope we've been helpful. We hope we've given you a baseline for what you might think that you could charge. Yep. You know, for valuing your work a bit more and for not selling yourself for less. Yep. But yeah, so good luck and give us some feedback. Like definitely give us some. Tell feedback. us your stories, especially if you've had stories like to do with like things like Snapper and other kind of weird photo agency things. And, exactly. And yeah, tell us your stories. Yeah, and- hit us up at, at CCBB Podcast all over the socials and uh, flick us some comments, good or bad. We want to hear it all. Feedback. I don't know about the bad. No, come on. Okay, all right. Feedback. Helps. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Feedback helps. It does. It Maybe does. we'll find some podcasts that have far exceeded what we're capable of. You well, I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> 